Thanks for tuning in to another awesome episode of the X-Rated Experience Podcast. I am your host, your maestro of savagery, if you will, the artiste of savage, Pierre, <laughs> along with one of my awesome rotational co-hosts, Vinaya Renee. Say, what's up, Vinaya? What's up, people? Vinaya is just getting back from a long, long trip so she's a little out of it i think she has missed her period so i don't know what goes on in these women laughs i don't don't know how do you feel (laughs) i don't i don't even know what to say about that you should feel good bringing a new life into this world is very good (laughs) who's bringing a new life i don't know you just seem different i hate you The madness, the blasphemy. Oh, that's hilarious. Welcome back. Welcome back. You were missed. Shout outs to all my listeners out there domestically and internationally. Shout out to my grandmother, my Gigi, my Roberts. Whoopsie. First of all, no one was talking crazy. It was slightly true. You did come back a little off. How, how am I off? I came back without glasses. My glasses. It took me a long time to get used to them. I look cute as fuck in your glasses. You look young as fuck in your glasses. I'm cool with that. Young, cute, whatever. Whatever. I feel like without your glasses, you have a more of an Oscar nominee look to you other than a Teen Choice Awards look to you. Explain that, please. I'm not. Angela Bassett goes to the Oscars. Um, Holly Berry goes to the Oscars. No, let me finish. Let me finish. And you got, then you got your Teen Choice Awards. And then you got like Selena Gomez and like people nobody heard of before that really connects with teens. Nobody really watches the Teen Choice Awards because it's not a real award show, but they will watch the Oscars. Uh, the Emmys, um, the Golden Globe, the Actors Guild, the Mark Twain Award. But how many people are really watching the Teen Choice Award? So what I'm telling you is your look has evolved. That might be what I've seen from you. Or or it could be different, like when the last time you pooped. Uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) When the last time you pooped. This morning? So that's probably what it is. It's probably you just had a morning poop. You're supposed to poop six times a day. And if you don't, it darkens up your aura. Okay. So you need to get on that. Stop eating so much. Is that what this episode is about? 
No, actually, okay, this episode, my dear, is one of the topics of this episode is smothering one's child. Now, <laughs> a lot of people can't distinguish when uh, smothering goes wrong, like overprotective, overbearing parents. Um, I'm sure that we're like, if you're a parent, you're either one of those or you're that parent, that cool parent that does things a little different way. See, I live by different rules. See, my kids are going to are just better and it's going to be better in life because of my mother made me better life. Like, I don't, I don't know. I was always rebellious. So I guess when I was a teenager, I got to the point where I would still be rebellious, but I don't need to be as rebellious because I already did half the stuff I did when I was a teenager. How do you feel about overbearing parents? And are you one yourself? I don't think I'm one myself because I have parents like that growing up. I couldn't do nothing, go anywhere. I was like one of those sheltered kids. So when I got, I mean, that didn't stop me from doing stuff. They just didn't know what I was doing. So when I got older, like, as soon as I turned 18, it was like, it was a done deal. So. Yeah, you got married. Like, you went off. You just went all the way south. 19. So, when I was 18. I mean, like I said, it didn't stop me from doing anything. They just did not know. Like, I couldn't have a phone and none of that stuff unless I worked and earned my own phone. So, I would, like, go to work. I've been working since I was, like, 15, 16. So I would go to work, but really I'll be off doing some extra. So like I said, like I see the, I see how I see both ends, but I also know that like, I don't know. I just know that I just don't want to be one of those parents. But what's, I mean, I'm not going to like, my daughters have literally been inside bars with me already. I have pictures. I, I mean, they, they say, hey, daddy, where you go every night? And I say, you want to go? And they're like, yeah. And next thing you know, we're at the bar. They're ordering wings. We had a good time. It was a very good time. But guess what? Now I don't got to worry about my daughters being so like, oh, I want to sneak into a bar. You know why? Because they seen that first bar with their dad. Look at that. I'm not one of those kind of parents. Like, I don't oh, 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 what you mean? Like, what do you mean one of those like you're like you're like a free spirit type of parent and i'm not like that like i want when i say do something like i want you to listen to me but i'm not gonna like choke the life out of you i still want my kids to do stuff and go places and experience things but it has like boundaries and limits too see that's the problem with bound the only thing that should be boundaries or limits is the sex talk Okay, that's the only thing I feel like. Everything else, I don't hide anything from my kids. Like, they know, like, just the other day, like, my oldest daughter is 11, and she hit me randomly on Snapchat. And, like, I was like, oh, baby, just don't, like, do weird stuff because daddy has partaken in eating some mushrooms, and daddy is feeling a little different automatically she already knew what the mushrooms were you know why because she knows who her father is and she just started doing weird stuff to like freak me out and it was hilarious but guess what my daughter's already ahead of the curve so now when people offer her certain things she'd be like nah i'm good see that you see that no i didn't shelter them from certain things and now they know what to do what not to do what type of uh psychedelic is what like my kids are educated. 
like in things that certain kids shouldn't be educated in but it's more of uh the talk from the dare like back in the 80s this is your brain this is your brain on drugs only i am showing like the opposite side of things like this is your brain this is your brain on drugs like i'm not in a fucking frying pan sizzling like and 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 i know uh my show like the demographics i don't have no 17 and under listening thank god because i blocked that shit out so i'm gonna say this right now there was a joke smoky gruff mcdog whatever the fuck his name was he was a joke and i blame him for where i'm today even though i'm in a good spot but i blame him for my indulgence in drugs because he was so anti-drugs and i was such a rebel it made me want to be a rebel so of course that's what i'm going to teach my kids like all drugs aren't that bad but i don't tell them that now <laughs> but i'm just saying when they're teenagers i'm not going to be like he's the one that's like open like i could see him as being the one that would smoke with them like i won't do that shit like just because i just won't do it <laughs> like no reason why just i just i don't know i don't feel like i could be that like you want to talk to me talk to me but all that actually like, i'll tell you what happened but i'm not don't come to me and sit down and be like mom we're about to smoke the fuck no. so if your son is like 21 and he comes to you like mom we're about to smoke you're like no what the fuck that's a grown-ass man I mean, you grown. You, you right. You grown. You do what you want on your own time, but you don't do that with me. Man, if I'm if my son twenty one and then he come to me like, "Dad, you try to smoke? You motherfucking right. I'm trying to smoke, but you better ask me for something." That's, that's why I said I feel like that's what their dad is for because that's how that's how their dad is with his dad. Like their family's open like that. They smoke together, drink together, talk. Our family was not like that. But like, I want you to talk to me, yeah. If you ask me, did I do it? I'm going to tell you, yeah. If you ask me what, like, we can have them conversations, but I'm not going to sit here and smoke with you. What type of parent are you? All right, on that note. I ain't got to be anybody else's parent. That's why you ain't calling me mama, okay? You didn't talk about my pussy, nigga. (gasps) Oh, man. Hey, hey, hey. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back on the X-Rated Experience podcast where we are talking about savage parenting skills and more right here on the X-Rated Experience podcast. My savage X-Rated ladies and gentlemen, um, I'd like to just thank all of you guys for continuing continuously supporting the x-rated experience podcast we love you all we hope you all are staying safe we hope you all are staying healthy um just remember hey practice social distancing right now uh not saying hey just block yourself off only quarantine yourself if you're feeling sick okay uh still if you are going out if you want to enjoy your day practice social distancing trust me we're all in this together we all have to do right by each other so let's go ahead and get through this so we can go ahead and live our lives the way we were meant to live it and so nothing else stands in our way of progressing on our journey of life we love y'all my x-rated savage ladies and gentlemen i am sure all of you already know that you can listen to all the x-rated experience podcasts on spotify 
Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Deezer, and so many more. So go ahead, catch up on all the latest episodes of the Savage Gods Podcast. And hey, give some enlightenment. Indulge in the savagery. Love y'all. And we are back on the X-Ray Experience Podcast with me, your host, The Savage Gar, along with, the, damn, tongue tied, <laughs> with Vinay and Renee, I'm sorry, I had some um, cookie shit on my lip. Um, I hope everybody had a great, 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 great Memorial Day weekend. I injured my back. It was pretty awesome. I got to do mushrooms. I, you know, I got to have some. I mean, you know, I don't know what to do whenever, you know, your mom is in town. So that's how she like it. <laughs> now, we are talking about parenting and smothering one's child, which is not really. We usually don't talk about too much parenting here on the Savage God's X rated experience podcast. We usually just talk about random stuff. Mm-hmm. So, now, I don't know. See, the smothering of one's child, I can't, I can't do that. I can't smother my child because I feel like they ain't going to do nothing but do the shit behind my back because that's what I did. Did the shit behind my mother's back. But my mother didn't really tell me no a lot because I never went up to her and asked her a lot of stuff. <laughs> I just did it. Yeah. And if I got caught, I got caught. You know why? Because that's what I did. She would smack the hell out of me. Like, my mother was a great disciplinarian. But I wonder why. Like, okay, so let's say you do smother your kid, right? He can't do this. He can't do that without letting you know this, without letting you know that. And he'd be like, damn, mom, I don't think that ass. Can't do shit. Next you know, boom, he, he runs away. Then what? How would you feel? Your son, he's gone now. Because you you checking his text messages, you want you you checking his DMs, you want his pages. Like it might not even be Facebook and Snapchat. No, it might be something else. It could be Snap Face Chat. We don't fucking know. So you all on that shit. Like who are these girls all in your DMs? Are you would you be that type of parent? That's all on a social media stuff. Yeah. Or or you want or you better befriend me. I better be your friend. I don't think I would want to know that side. Like, I don't know. I feel like it'd be different if he brought it up to me and was like, Mom, I'm having this kind of problem. Then, yeah, let's talk about it. But, like, I don't know. Because you go looking for shit, you find a lot of shit. And I don't know if I want to go looking to find that stuff when it comes to my child. Yeah, because... But then it's like a two-edged sword. Because then what if, what if you are a parent that just let them do whatever and then all of a sudden they just go somewhere you don't know where they are and then you ain't... You don't know they friends. You don't know nothing. Then where? Then where do you go with that? See, you know that's one of the things I can honestly say. I'm I'm from an old school, and I even though I lived in the hood, it was one of those hoods where everybody knew everybody, and your neighbor will whoop your ass before your motherfucking parents got home, and then you'll get your ass whooped. Yeah. It is a whole new world. But my mother knew who all my friends was. My mother knew all the little girls she quote like quote me talking to and all that. My mother knew all that. So. It's, 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 I don't, it's, and she did that with no social media. My mother was, <laughs> my mother name rang in these streets. So they, they didn't, see, I had to earn 
my name. I had to earn my own reputation because for the longest time, I was just known as Cheryl's son. You know, type of, you know, you know it's a, <laughs> as a young man growing up in your own mother's shadow, you know how that feels? It, it's horrible. So I didn't, I wasn't smothered by my mother. I was smothered by her shadow. Now I'm starting to see, this is a, this is, oh my God, this is so mind opening to me. Now, now, now I see why I rebelled so hard. Now I see why I was such a badass little boy because I was, I wasn't trying to be Cheryl's son. I was trying to be PA and I did a great job at being PA. And all of my listeners out there, y'all can y'all contest. I made a name for myself by just being me. Like, you know how embarrassing it is that your man they about to get into a, like a big huge fight or like gunfight about to go, and they look at you and say, "Take your ass home, like your little ass kid," <laughs> because of your mother. Like, I feel like parents don't got that respect no more. I feel like. That is there. See, that was. I feel like that's why it was so much. Some of these kids, like, yeah, that is true. <laughs> they don't have any more. You'd be known if they even know your name these days. They be in their phones. The only time they probably know your name if you're making some type of impact on social media, mm-hmm. or you got some weird ass YouTube channel making jewelry, or playing with teddy bears. Some weird, weird, weird. New generation. Yeah, so your skill of parenting, what would you feel it is? Like, are you that parent who, who watch from a distance but still all in it? Are you more like a me parent who just not traditional at all? You just go against the grain in every aspect of parenting. Like, what type of parent would you consider yourself as? I think I'm like, I'm just like, um, I don't know. I'll say more so the first one. Like, I'm a distant. Like, I watch them, but then, like, I try not to restrict too much. But then, it, I don't know. I try not to restrict too much. I like to let them do things and explore things and go out there. But when, like, I mean business, I'm, like, when I say something, like, I I, I, fo- I expect you to follow suit. Like, I don't expect myself to sit here and have to repeat myself or you get what I'm saying? Yeah, you're one foot, one foot in, one foot out parent where you got that foot in that will put that foot in your ass yeah, if you don't listen to what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'll be down if I, I haven't raised in two sons. I'll be down to my son look at me and try to like don't play with me. Like no know, know where where the limits go. So yeah. I mean, I have told my daughters in the past, no matter how much of a awesome fun dad I am, I have told him before, hey, I'm not your friend. Don't talk to me like that or don't talk to me about this stuff. But I feel like kids push limits just to see how far they can go with you. And it's like you gotta set boundaries. Like you can only go so far. Like that's important because I feel like if you don't they'll run right over you and like nigga don't fucking don't run over me. That's when we have problems. So so like as long as we know our limits and our boundaries, like we sure do what you want to do but don't go too far that is true so you mentioned that you had two sons now who are you expecting to have the talk with your boys i know you're expecting their father no the 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 deaf yes the fucking who am i expecting i'm expecting to have that well, why do you think it's okay for you to have the talk? They have their father in their life. So why do you feel like it's okay for you as a mother? Like, 
to have the talk. It's, I'm going to just tell you right now, it's not okay. If you're not, if the father is not absent in that boy's life, even if the father is absent, you know, goddamn well, that you got a, a cousin, a male cousin, a brother, or somebody you grew up with that is well more equipped to have a man-to-man talk with you. I had two uncles, all that. I, I feel like that's important. I get what you're saying, but I feel like my sons have my dad. They have their grandfathers. They have their uncles. They have their father. So they have more than enough male influence when it comes to things like that. But there are some things that, from a woman's standpoint, that I feel like I could talk to them about. I, mean, oh. I can't talk to them about, you know, masturbation, no. feeling certain feelings, I going through puberty but, as a boy. But I can talk to them about if they having sex with another woman, what to expect with her. I mean, I feel like there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn when it comes to sex. It's not a one-way street. You're absolutely right. It's not a one-way street, and it should be still not coming from you. The only thing you should you should end it at dating. Okay. You should really like all women should end the talk with their sons at dating. Like Save it. Like I don't want. I don't. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. But like your I son said, is ten. This the bridge is coming. Okay, but like I said, they have their grandpas, their father, like their their dad is around. So I feel like when that time does come, like he know he know his son, so he know what's up. Just just take your notes for your daughter. Okay, just worry about the pH balances, the wiping from front to back. <laughs> That you need to worry about, like just worry about it because I don't, I told, I'm, I'm not, I, shit, don't. <laughs> so it's like you was embarrassed to talk to your mama. Don't mean everybody else. I wasn't embarrassed to talk to my mama. I just didn't. <laughs> I just didn't. I got my own. I stole. I stole. Problem? Don't you think you should have been able to talk to your mama about that? I'm not about to talk to my mama about me having urges of sticking my penis into a vacuum. And why not? She probably could have told you don't do it. Nobody, no young boy wants to speak to their mother about penis issue, about them about masturbation issues in I general. Believe I believe some people might like have that thought. I feel like, what about the boys that don't have their dads around? They gotta talk to their mama. Like that's they don't have, like, again, they don't have to talk to their mothers. Like they literally will talk to. Like I've been in a situation where I wouldn't talk to my mother, but I will talk to my friend's dad or my or my uncles or my oh like the hustlers on black like I will talk to him. the hell going on? the hell going on here like <laughs> helicopters and shit but I <laughs> no I, I no the, no like my mother walks in on me masturbating I'm like ah oh, that's embarrassing that's why you gotta keep doors locked when your son, ladies, when your sons are in the age of puberty, like that, like, it could be twelve. Mm-hmm. They can start as soon as twelve. Okay, depends on the urges, and you'll know the urges because next you know his balls are drop. He'll go from like, yeah, ma, hey, hey, mother, to hey, ma, what's for dinner? When he takes a bath, like I noticed that, like he closed the door. He's like, he don't want, he don't want to take a bath, like. I got this. Stay outside. I got the door locked. Don't come in. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Right he's now? growing. He's noticing that he's a growing boy. Like, leave that boy alone. He got this. <laughs> I used to make him take a bath with his little brother. He's like, fuck no. No. Fuck no. He's no. 10 now. Now, I'm like, no. No, nah, I'm good. I don't want to take no bath with my brother. I'm good. I don't, 
Lock me up real quick. Yeah, I don't want to see my little brother ding dong, and I don't want him to see like he's growing. Okay, mm-hmm. he might get a growth. You don't know, like let that boy. Hey man, what type of shit you want? <laughs> what you mean? You know what? On that note, we're gonna end it here, <laughs> and I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna give my savage two cents right here. Okay. Here come. Shut up. Okay. Here's my ten cents because my two cents is free. All right. I'm a nuisance. Who sent? You sent for me? Ha! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't I say that? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, but seriously, though. Do not smother your kids. Okay? Give them some leeway. Even if you, like, not smothering doesn't have to mean you got to be absent. No, if you still want to put a trace on their phone, put a trace on their phone. Just don't let them know you have a trace on their phone. You're doing it for their security, not to be nosy. Do Let them make their own choices coming up. Right, if it's your daughters, I understand you gotta be a little bit more on it. But if you raise, if you're teaching your daughters right from wrong, teaching them stranger danger and everything else, you don't have to worry about nothing. Cause kids these days, no matter how much I talk about how crazy they are, how unpredictable they are, they're smart and they pick up quick. My kids have a safe word. If you don't know the safe word when somebody comes pick you up, go to a teacher or somebody's in charge. Let them know. It's all about, I might be a fun dad, but I'm a stern dad when it comes to the safety of my kids. Watch out, okay? Again, you do not have to smother them to protect them. You can do certain stuff. Technology is awesome. There's nanny cams. There's hidden cams. Yeah, okay, they're teenagers. You might slip up. That nanny cam might catch your son making out or your daughter sucking dick. I don't know what your nanny cam want to catch. It'll catch it. We don't know. But we, as parents, we got to, understand we were just there it might seem just like yesterday when we were trying to sneak our girls out sneak out the house finesse our parents out of something whatever the case may be be the best parents you can without smothering your kids there's ways around it people if you need more advice you need more help do not hesitate to leave a message right here on the x-rated experience podcast and on that note I hope everybody's been safe. Thank you to all the first responders out there. Shout outs to L, my listeners domestically, internationally. Thank you all for making an X-rated experience your listening choice of this evening. I love you guys. Beware, be fair, stay safely savage. And remember, when life sucks, just enjoy the hit. Good night.